0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. This question comes from Anu in San Diego. He asks, in the current San Francisco real estate boom over the last six months, the most growth has happened in the luxury end of the market. A new report from Redfin confirms this trend over the past year across the nation. Two questions. I'd like to know your opinion on why this has happened. And number two, do you think this is a temporary phenomenon or is it here to stay? Well, I knew this is a great question. Pandemic has hurt the economy in numerous ways, but the pain hasn't been uniform. Those who've been most impacted by the business shutdowns have been those hourly paid workers. At the top end of the economic ladder, people have continued to do well in 2020, even if some of the gains might be argued to be an illusion. The fall in the stock market in Q2 was overtaken by a run-up in the market in Q3 and Q4, and that's from the injection of all that cash from the Federal Reserve. That's given people more confidence, and some recognized that the profits could evaporate and chose to redeploy the extra cash into property. The low interest rate environment, combined with the forward interest rate guidance over the next three years, has created incentive for homeowners to borrow even more money than ever before. It's clear the Fed intends to keep interest rates low for at least the next few years. But remember, when we're talking about the luxury segment of the market, we're talking about the top 5% of properties in a market by price. The analysis that Redfin performed in the article you referenced broke the analysis into five segments. There's three equal-sized tiers based on Redfin's estimates of the market values as of December 15th in 2020, as well as a tier at the bottom 5% of the market and the top 5% of the market. The top 5% of the market is considered that luxury segment for the purpose of the report, and the bottom 5% is called Most Affordable. These luxury properties still make up a small percentage of the market, and they're still taking longer to sell than properties in the middle and lower end of the market. When people make a decision to purchase their homestead property, They're looking with a longer time horizon. They're looking past the pandemic. It might have been a purchase that was planned in the future, but merely accelerated. The increase in land costs and the increase in construction costs has caused some builders to focus on the upper end of the market. Those builders found a combination of robust market demand, driven by low interest rates and better profit margins. See, builders make most of their profit on upgrades and custom finishes. And these buyers are willing to spend more. I'll give you a simple example. My son works for a company... That does home automation and one of his clients had an elevator built into their new home. One of my son's jobs was to customize the elevator so that any time the client got in the elevator and pushed a button, the song Love in an Elevator by Aerosmith would play for the duration of the elevator ride. Buyers who are making these purchase decisions are not being driven by the current state of the economy. Some buyers took the opportunity that the pandemic afforded to invest in personal projects. The lockdown in the spring created extra time while the world figured out how to work from home. Some people took on home renovation projects, perhaps a backyard project like a deck or a pool. Others chose to design a new house. we're seeing that reflected in the numbers. It's tempting to look at short-term market trends and extrapolate those trends into the future. In a stable, boring market where nothing changes from one month to the next, you might be able to project into the future a little bit. It's a little bit like trying to make sense out of the spike in toilet paper sales in Q2 of 2020. Store shelves were emptied of toilet paper. But did the population start using the bathroom at an accelerated rate? Did the population grow all of a sudden, driving more demand for toilet paper? And of course the answer is no. Over the long term, toilet paper consumption will revert to the average consumption despite the short-term decision to buy sooner than needed. And expect the same thing is going to be true in the luxury property segment. It appears like a large increase, but in reality numbers are actually quite small, and it doesn't take a large shift in absolute numbers to materially affect the percentages. Luxury homes tend to sell more slowly than other segments of the market, and even the current numbers are still confirming that. The biggest change has been the increase in supply of new luxury properties in 2020, and builders have increased their construction in the luxury segment. So to summarize my take on the situation, it's a combination of three things. People are at home with extra time on their hands, so they're going out and buying things, including properties, Number two, the low interest rate environment. And number three, a bit of profit taking off the stock market is allowing people to put that extra cash to work and buy a bigger home. I want to thank you Anu for a great question. For the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.